अब आप सुन रहे हैं बॉक्स आउट एफ एम हर वक्त हर जगह नए जमाने का Hey guys, this is your HBR, and welcome to the new episode of Fresh Out the Box. Uh, some good news for you all: India has got it for its first medal in the first day at Tokyo Olympics in 2020. It's also got its second medal that was uh, won by PV Sindhu for badminton yesterday. I know, guys, it's 2021, but the Olympics that was supposed to happen in 2020 got postponed due to, you know. That's right, folks. Mirabai Chanu won the silver medal at the women's weightlifting in 49 kg category. Some interesting fact: she was the very same woman who couldn't compete at the 2016 Rio Olympics. Why? Because she failed to do any successful lifts in the turn jerk section. This proves that change is inevitable and anything is possible. What about you, Tushar? Have you come across any such instances in life? Um, that change is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, man. Um, I come across people like that daily. There's a friend of mine actually. uh he came over last night um he used to be a chef mm-hmm. at taj hotel and mm-hmm. then he started like getting into techno music and started djing okay. he's become like a really popular dj so he left mm-hmm. um the job he started djing and like working full time now he's left like his job again and he's gotten back to cooking and started like a home like cooking thing Okay. So yeah, life life can come like full circle. It mm-hmm. can change. Shit yeah. happens, especially with COVID and world. Yeah, and that's interesting. Also, guys, just to let you people know, Mirabai Chanu has achieved a gold medal at Commonwealth Games in 2018. She has also got gold at the IWF Championship in 2018. She's got a silver at the CWG in 2014, and she's also got the Rajiv Gandhi Khel Ratna Award in 2018. She sure has made the country proud. So ladies and gentlemen the person who I was talking to is a dancer and a DJ he does b-boy house dance and is also inclined towards genres such as hip hop R&B and neo soul people call him the fresh prince so let's welcome Tushar Bagla Hey yo Bhagwan man what's good I will ask you how was the first gig yesterday tell me about it Bro it was so sick it was so dope I got like a really early slot as well because You introduced me as a DJ, but I don't consider myself a DJ. Like, I like curating vibes, right? I just like curating music. So, mm-hmm. got a really early slot. Played some like seventies, eighties, like disco, R and B, soul. Uh, played mm-hmm. some R and B, SoundCloud edits as well, like Kaytranada, Joke, Fulcrate, stuff like that. And it was sick, mm-hmm. man. It was really nice. Then there were like two DJs after me. Then the main guy, Deep Brown. He mm-hmm. fucking killed it, dude! Like, and he's a sick guy. He played like so many different genres. We all came back over to my place, had an after party, uh, which went on till like four in the morning. And we started at like the gig started at like one, right? So, it was, where did the event happen? Um, this place called Billions, like okay. uh, in Calcutta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was it was vibes, man. So Billions is open. post pandemic for gigs and all right yeah i mean i think so i hope so i spoke uh-huh. to like my schoolmate who is who owns the place and uh-huh. he was really excited as well so i think there's going to be more gigs soon 
over there. Yeah, for sure. And like shout out to Pragya man, uh, who does dance or die events in uh, Calcutta. I'm sure she's gonna come through with some events soon. Yeah, she organized this one. So, yeah. Acha, tell me, Tushar, how did you get this name, Fresh Prince? You know, whenever when I heard this for the first time, it just reminded me of Will Smith's show. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's kind of that show, but I think I was I was in university, and I was like really new, right? Like mm-hmm. first time in the UK. No, second time mm-hmm. in the UK, but like I'm studying there. I'm fresh off the board. I'm like mm-hmm. really, like you know, not really Indian, but yeah, kind of Indian. You can see mm-hmm. the freshness. So my friends would call me Freshy, right? They were like, "Yo, this Freshy right here, like pronouncing okay. words uh, this uh-huh. way." And then they start calling me Freshy, and then later on they were like, "You know, you Indians are like really spoiled." So they start calling me like Fresh Prince, and whenever spoiled in what sense? I mean, spoiled like okay, you know, you got to help, you got a driver, you got like a lot of things happening for you. You don't really, you know, they have that. They sort of especially britanian sort of have that like mentality and that attitude towards like fresh indians right um they see indian so also because a lot of the indians who go study abroad like they're very spoiled you know they really are like just loads of money like throw it all around like <laughs> buy champagne bottles like pop it at the mm-hmm. club and shit so right. yeah so they start calling me that and then they would mm-hmm. we'd go to a lot of hip hop events and whenever the uh fresh prince title track would come on right they would start dancing around me like the classic like indian tutting style like as a joke so i i got into that vibe and then eventually it became like yo you're so fresh you dress so fresh and you like yeah. you got a sick place by third year was like uh-huh. yeah you you dance fresh you listen to fresh music you dress equally fresh and you live in like a sick apartment so you fresh prince uh-huh. like like a good thing so kind of flipped it from what it meant to like what it meant later what i wanted to mean now as well so yeah i'm trying to flip that shit that's it yeah so speaking about education you got to study abroad tell us about how where you were born and raised uh i was born in darbanga actually like in bihar right um, oh okay and- darbanga i've been there Yeah, nice exactly. place, it's a, close to nature. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place. Like it's, yeah. it's odd, but it's cool. I mean, I think it's very cool, dude. Uh, but yeah, I was raised in Calcutta, studied in the Martineau, and mm-hmm. being from Daranga, I always had that mm-hmm. like in the back of my head. Like all my friends were born and brought up in Calcutta, right? So I was like, yo, in the back of my head, I'm like born in Bihar. Like, how does it mm-hmm. play out, you know, in the community? Mm-hmm. So. when uh, my friend got me my first gig uh, mm-hmm. like first time playing publicly he was like what's your name mm-hmm. and i was like fresh prince but with a ph you know because mm-hmm. uh, that's how they would probably pronounce it in bihar and i'm trying to mm-hmm. flip that like the skit from bihar like you know people would call me bihari like flip it to this guy playing like some old school jams and some like new soul r&b and jazz music and shit and, like making make it cultured you know so right. yeah like just that like flip people's attitudes and then what was the influence that you had from abroad uh so i went to university and obviously started listening to like a bunch of hip hop and started going to like hip hop nights right so okay 
that's that's how I really like built up like my understanding and knowledge of music, like going to these hip hop nights, and that just had like a big ass influence because before that I was like listening to like progressive rock, new metal, all that stuff, and yeah, it just it just changed my outlook on music and life in general. It just gave me okay. like very hip hop centric like woke hip-hop centric attitude i guess yeah and how did b-boying start tell me about that so uh well dude i just wanted to impress women like any uh-huh. other b-boy like <laughs> any b-boy who says different is just lying bro like every b-boy knows this like yeah uh i started breakdancing doing like cool freezes and stunts and shit uh power moves so that i could when was this how old were you i was i think i was in like 11th grade maybe like class 11 yeah. and i started going for like these dance classes and learned like the bare basics of b-boying like in like okay. a month and uh-huh. then i went to university in like 2012 and joined the uh-huh. break dancing like break dance society first thing yeah. right and okay. started going for training sessions and then mm-hmm. everyone there is a b-boy right there like people my age like my level like complete beginners to like uh-huh. the top right so it just like you're always practicing like you're always thinking mm-hmm. about it so that became just a mindset uh so i still have that mindset and mentality but i'm not a b-boy like i don't break dance any more to i don't think my knees can take it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. but what was the movies that you that influenced you because i i believe i also belong to the same generation as you and you know i used to be very like i used to try doing b-boying you know for these annual dances that we used to happen in school and you know step up and channing tatum and uh, moves and all <laughs> yeah so these these movies right and yeah. you start doing all these moves and even like michael jackson was such a big inspiration right um uh-huh. so yeah i started i started doing all these moves like in school but when mm-hmm. i went to university like i tried getting into like the dance uh, team in school as well and uh, thankfully i didn't get in because and i say thankfully because like this dance culture is born out of everything you see in videos right so when i went to mm-hmm. like university i i understood and i saw what the real culture is you know and like how things really play out in like a dance battle and stuff and that's what's in- what inspired me and kept inspiring me throughout university to like keep dancing keep trying to break mm-hmm. this horrible effort but still yeah so your your main focus are on genres such as you know hip hop r&b yeah. your soul yeah. so how did that happen um so i started like break dancing and obviously those constantly music playing at the training sessions right there would be like three mm-hmm. training sessions a week and once a week we'd go to these cyphers like which was like a monday cypher dancers night at a bar and people would turn up to watch the dancers actually like and the yeah. dj there would play for next to nothing and he would play some bangers right so started listening to like really good really like mm-hmm. varied music right and then we would also like if you're learning how to dance you better go to the club and like show it off right so we'd go to like clubs three two three times a week like do hip hop mm-hmm. nights like old school like 90s throwback nights 
And that's where I started like listening to a lot more music because I was like, I'm a bit lost. Like I don't know all this music. So um, I would listen to it, go back home and like search for music, like search for the same kind of shit. And eventually, like I think, um, yeah, there was in second year, there was this night called like No Added Sugar. And that like translates, like shortens down to Nas, right? There was um, this DJ fever who used to play music there and his selection mm. really like taught me a lot of hip-hop uh, okay. also in like third year i was with this girl and the way we linked up was we were chilling at mine like she was friends with my flatmate and i was just playing music and i played like uh you got me and on and on by erica vadu and the roots right and she was like mm-hmm wait, what, like, this Indian mm-hmm. kid is listening to, like, Erica Badu and the Roots? Like, where's he from? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on, right? And then we uh-huh. linked up, and she taught me a lot of, like, new soul and, you know, that soulful hip-hop shit. Um, okay. So I started digging into it a lot more. There was also a playlist on Spotify called uh, New Honey Dip Soul or something. That was basically, okay. like, new soul music. So yeah, that 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 playlist itself like taught me a lot as well. Yeah, and then okay. I think a parting gift uh, from her was telling me about John Coltrane's Blue Train album, and then I mm-hmm. just got hooked to like jazz music as well. Really, you know. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was all when you were abroad, right? So this was the exposure yeah, that you got when you were exactly. Like, this was like all university exposure. Yeah. You were in Nottingham, right? If, yeah, um, I was in Nottingham on uh, University of Nottingham, not Nottingham Trent, because Trent is whack, dude. <laughs> and what were you studying over there? Um, I started with management, and thankfully, I switched to industrial economics in the business school. So, okay. yeah, I came back and I started working for the family business, which was cement. But I was like mm-hmm. shipped off to the Northeast to like go work there and mm-hmm. apply some of uh, what I'd studied like industrial econ uh-huh. do right. like work there yeah okay it was, it was quite a tough time so currently also you're working for uh your family business and you're side by side working as a musician uh well i'm not a um, musician or a producer i just curate vibes right uh, so i do mm-hmm. that and i used to like organize events and stuff so when mm-hmm. that started i think that was uh 2019 is when I did it for like that year and 2020 like the pandemic and everything went down but I stopped like working for the family at that point so just after the second lockdown I just had this like realization I was just like what am I doing with my life like curating vibes like that's not a real thing like let's get back to work so I started working again yeah you know, so you said that you got to know a little bit about Neo Soul. So tell us a little bit about Neo Soul and how is it different from uh, genres like R&B or hip hop? Well, um, bro, Neo Soul is honestly like what I know about it and what I understand is it was just a marketing term, right? To launch artists like D'Angelo who mixed in a lot of different like genres like soul, hip hop, R&B um, and like gospel music jazz like like even rock like so new soul is just a bunch of different genres when you like 
kind of mash it up into a serving that feels like hip hop but sounds like soul music and okay has R&B artists on it so it's it's mm-hmm. that and it's just a feeling now like for me neo soul is a feeling so like mm-hmm. my neo soul playlist will also have a lot of like soulful hip hop like it'll have common you know it'll have fonte it'll have most of talaquili like artists like that as well so it's it'll be hip hop too but yeah for me neo soul is just a feeling yeah you know i try to search it up what what it actually is and you know like how different it is so i mean the the thing that i got to learn from that is basically yeah. that it has it's a little deep it has got deeper meanings yeah yeah so i mean it's deep man it's deep it's soulful yeah so it's mm-hmm. it's a feeling like you can't you can't be like you know i'm going to i'm going to listen to new soul and like just some cheesy shit it's got to be deep mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah how do you how do you find it did you like did you listen to some music like uh, yeah yeah i heard music? some songs what do you like in fact uh, in fact your your show her with brown sugar so yeah. i came to know about the title how you came up with that so yeah. i checked out uh, brown Those sugar and i got that yeah 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 i was yeah. i was basically uh, I, i just wanted to hear and know the vibe of it because yeah. i'm also pretty new to uh, you know uh, pretty new to all this and getting to know yeah. all these different genres because i i only knew hip hop and r&b i was all like yeah. you know chris brown the, and, yeah what's 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 new soul right you suddenly like what's yeah. new soul exactly exactly yeah. and yeah that's, so that's, that's what, what happened to me as well dude like i was i was where you are at and there's uh-huh. girl just came in showed me this playlist and changed my life and i was like yo there's hip hop and r&b and then there's like this deeper shit that goes beyond r&b and it's called new soul that's crazy so yeah it, it if you get if you like hip hop and r&b and you start listening to new soul you get addicted man yeah mm-hmm. for sure so tell us about your show her with brown sugar and how did you come up with this idea her brown sugar yeah um so i think there was like a bunch of events happening like it was late 2019 and uh, it was third in a series of like box out events in calcutta and this friend of mine was right. putting it together so the third one was big like the first two didn't do so well and he was like yo i need your epk like you know your press kit send it to me so i can send it to box out so instead of having a mix i didn't have a mix so I sent like a bunch of like artist names to mm-hmm. uh box out and someone mm-hmm. showed it to like I think I sent it to more directly and he saw that and obviously loved it because it was just a lot of like good hip hop shit right um right. and he's like yeah do the show like do the event but also mm-hmm. do like a guest mix So I was like I'd I'll do like a chill chai and chill mix that used to happen every Sunday I'll do that and put together a mix they really liked it they had a blast at the event as well they liked the music there and asked me to put together a show and I was like it's got to be this music like because mm-hmm. this is a music that I can play like I can really jam to right. that's me but uh around the same time i was going through like trouble in my relationship with this woman who kind of like um like called out my skin color 
you know, at okay. one point. And okay. that just like really affected me deeply. And that's when I started realizing how deep Neo Soul music is or hip hop music is. Uh-huh. Started finding mm-hmm. like the double meaning behind like, you know, those two tracks as well, like um, Brown Sugar and uh, the common one, right? So yeah, I started, I was like, okay, what, like, what is it about this music that really pulls me to it? And it was just the feeling of empowerment and the double meaning and the depth of the music. So I was like, okay, these two tracks, like they, they sort of embody new soul music for me. Uh, and I was like, just like put those together and make it like a beautiful thing where mm-hmm. uh, on the covers, I'll showcase like brown women, you know, like really good pictures of beautiful brown women because like brown skin in India is kind of looked down upon, right? So mm-hmm. that is a way for me to like keep that in check for myself in my head at least if not people like viewing the show and viewing the curation, right? So it's like, okay, cool. Uh, let's call it Her Brown Sugar. And it also translates to then hip hop in its essence is real brown sugar, right? And brown sugar is a drug that's addictive, right? So brown sugar can even mean like crack cooking or it can mean weed as well. And that's what D'Angelo like meant when he wrote that song, right? He compared like brown women to uh, a drug, right? But he was really just talking about the drug, not women. And the the song just like took off still because like it was termed a woman friendly song and D'Angelo like blew up. So yeah, just like all these things, like different thoughts put together. I was like, how brown sugar, hip hop, R&B, neo soul, jazz, like keep it chill, like lounge vibes, you know? Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the idea behind the show to like sort of give people a reality check plus a break mm-hmm. um, from these things and introduce them to like, what the essence of hip hop for me really is, is like all this music that I play. Yeah. You know, I was checking out, so I was trying to find you out. Okay. I was like fresh Prince and I Googled that. Of course, Will Smith <laughs> came up and then I was like, okay, what next? Where should I find him? Where should I find him? So then after that, I found your real name. I think it was on the box or residence page. Yeah. And then I tried to, you know, find you on Instagram. And then I found this DP, which was a red colored circle. So tell me about it. Bro, uh, you remember, I think, um, it was it was right before the pandemic. And okay. uh, not right before, like, actually a couple of months before that. It's when, about the time I started my radio show, I think, and, uh, like, this Kashmir issue was really blowing up, right? And right. then I turned the DP red. And I never really mm-hmm. turned it back because I was like, that issue still exists. You know, mm-hmm. these these issues in India will, for the foreseeable future, still exist. And it's not just Kashmir. It's not just like Hindu, Muslim, you know, enmity. 
everything has its basis on cost and that is also sort of the reason why like brown skin in the first place is looked down upon right so while doing the show and as a result of doing doing the show like i have read a lot more about music that i would just you know listen to and forget about and mm-hmm. um, like really understood depth of issues in india as well and how it relates okay. to hip hop right mm-hmm. and all this music how it relates to black culture right mm-hmm. and yeah that's uh that's what so i i thought of like not doing the show anymore i was just like yo i've had enough like a mix a month is too much for me i'm not going to do it but mm-hmm. that's this this idea has is what's uh what kept me going so i was just like yeah i'm probably not going to change that db back anytime soon it's just going to be red because like these issues are going to always be there right hopefully my show will always be there too so yeah so what's the scene currently in uh, eastern northeast recently what is it that you're working on right um in the northeast like i was i was there for a bit right like six months i think i was working there in like 2016 and mm-hmm. it was just work i barely had any friend like i had just one friend there and then when i came back i got to know a lot more people there and the scene there is sick like the music is amazing like you can tell a lot about a place by the music that they play on the radio right always cool music on the radio at least for my years so yeah there's some sick djs in the northeast there's always like good scene there the pandemic is obviously like don't know whole through it um i don't think i've seen a gig there since the pandemic started last year but yeah uh i've started working again so hopefully like i'll be going to the northeast a lot more and interact with djs and stuff there and do something there maybe play there you know um because i think like people in the northeast would be way more receptive to uh my kind of music uh but in the east like in calcutta basically uh when i started when i wanted to you know start doing gigs like i linked up with this friend of mine and it took us like nearly a year to even have like a first event at a club and that was only because like uh the dj who was the guest dj was like I'll only play because if you guys get these two people to like promote my gig so it was me and this friend of mine Nishit to like promote DJ Skip's gig and uh yeah we got we got kicked out of like three clubs before that man uh trying to do like a hip hop centric event right so hip hop centric okay. meaning like everything inspired by hip hop or that hip hop inspires right uh so no right. house of techno really apart from that how but come i i thought hip hop was something that you know a lot of people were into you know people were like yeah hip hop yeah yeah but i think it's the idea of hip hop that people are attracted to so when i started doing it people were really attracted to the idea and promoters would hit me up constantly as well when i explained it to them they would be uh-huh. more like reluctant to kind of give in to this idea right okay. so when i started doing it and i was like nah put my foot down it's going to be like hip hop centric right and uh and then like a lot of promoters were like yo that's it like you you you're standing your ground and that's what they liked about it as well so 
um, I started doing events with not just Nishid, but like other promoters, organizers, like clubs as well. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of work we were doing. We had this property called Henny Things, uh, Any Things, which is obviously uh, around based on hip hop's obsession with Hennessy. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was that's what we were doing like back in 2019. That's taken a break because pandemic, obviously. But also, I think I'm like a really shit promoter. Um, so <laughs> I'm not trying to promote any like hip hop gigs right now. Yeah. But you know, um, another interesting question I would like to ask you is that you know, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, hip hop evolving in India? Because I noticed that you know, of course, like three four years back, Divine came up with his own thing, and you know, then there was Kambhari, and then of course Nazi, and in South India also there's uh, NJ, Neeraj yeah. Madhav, and yeah. you know, people are just building up. So, what are your thoughts on that? Bro, I think hip hop in India is fucking crazy. Like it's, it's got so much potential, right? It's got mm-hmm. like, yeah, hip hop is about pain, but it's also about beauty, right? And right. there's so much in India to share, like, and from like different POVs, right? That like, there's really a lot of scope for hip hop in India. And I didn't mm-hmm. quite grasp it uh, when I got introduced to hip hop in university. Um, I I tried to look up was there in India, right? And that divine uh, video with Nazi uh, popped up. So I heard that uh, track like back then. I think 2012 it was released, right? Or whatever. I heard like divine and Nazi back then, and I was just like, you know, this this sounds so odd. It's like if you listen to you know American rap. And you start listening mm-hmm. to grime or a British artist, you're like, "What is this yeah. weird accent, bro?" Like, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, want to listen right. to it. It's it's kind of that. Uh-huh, I can relate. But then, yeah. but then you get used to it and you realize it's really beautiful, right? But yeah. hip hop is not just like rap and that music. It's a culture and it's dance and it's club nights and it's everything, right? So that's really a culture that like will build over time. and how that culture has been exported to india is like two ways right one is uh through videos one is through like music videos rap battles mm-hmm. dj battles like breakdowns dance battles and the right. other is through artists like uh chris right chris is mm-hmm. really big like in uh i won't say what form or what his stage name is but he's a really big artist right uh with the okay. big management as well but he came mm-hmm. down to india like early 2000s and he would play at this like south bombay club and he would play like hip hop music back then so there'd be people like kind of dancing vibing you know early on and then there was this guy kundu right prosenjit mm-hmm. kundu like a good friend of mine he um came down to india he was like born and brought up in virginia moved to new york like a sick sick house hip hop dancer and b-boy as well he moved there right. and he came to bombay to visit and saw chris and started organizing like hip hop jams mm-hmm. there and break down battles and cyphers and shit mm-hmm. so like two influences like that you know hip hop came here and even through like someone like most city you know mm-hmm. so like there were these people who came down and showed indians like how to 
interact with this culture and music and then their videos so right now it's really blowing up and that's blowing up because of movies like yeah gully boy and like videos on the internet and all of that stuff but what people miss out is like okay etiquette and a dance battle or rap battle or like uh a jam right or like what a hip hop party like what a throwback party really feels like it's not to say that the culture here is not evolved is not evolving or is not good but it's just very different right so it'll take some time for it to like match up to what's going on elsewhere in the world or the world in general right um so yeah that's what i think man i think like artists here are amazing but it's just going to take time for that culture to evolve because yeah this this quote uh, was a dancer uh, it rings true even today like everyone's experience of the history of hip hop is different right so what we are experiencing right now is the history of hip hop in india right mm-hmm. like history of hip hop hip hop in new york and the us is important but yeah what's going on in india what are the tracks that are going to blow up who is the artist who's going to blow up divine mm-hmm. is like nas for india right but there way better artists as well than divine but he's just the biggest right now so it's it's going to be a while man before we actually see like hip hop and it's glory in india i feel yeah but tell me one thing dushar i mean you know i've also been noticing this as a music listener you know some songs they have a good first impression and some yeah. songs like you don't you don't like it initially that you you know just mentioned yeah. but then you know it kind of grows into you with time just, why do you think uh, such things happen <laughs> i think dude it's like jazz is the best example right this this album mm-hmm. like blue train by john coltrane that i mentioned So I straight up I was like fuck listening to it on Spotify. I just bought mm-hmm. the record and it came with a CD as well. So I didn't have my turntable then yet and I just put the CD and started listening to it. First couple of listens right didn't quite like it didn't make sense to me. And then I kept listening to it. Like at at one you have to like sometimes like force yourself to listen to some mm-hmm. music right give it time for it to grow on you. then i started listening to it again and again and then i took it to the gym with me and i'm like at that point i was like trying to lift like 120 kgs on the deadlift or something and i'm listening to uh-huh. blue train and like trying uh-huh. to lift that weight and yeah it it just takes time for some things to grow on you like musically mm-hmm. because it might be difficult at first for your ears so it really was difficult for me to listen to that album when i first heard it but the more i played it the more i'm in love with it right like it's it's definitely my favorite uh, like jazz album right so i think i think that's it man your ears have to like develop and like form to the music your head has to like grasp like you know all this like very like very weird shit can go on in music and it's actually good Yeah. You know I also think it's it also depends on the listener like you know what kind of listener the person is like some listeners are very patient and you know some listeners are very curious they want to understand the music some people are like ah oh, this sound shit next track please you know <laughs> something so like that. it's 
it's like pop culture you know like i mean back in the day when you were just playing records uh-huh. you couldn't you couldn't like it was yeah you're not meant to stop the record you're not meant to hold the middle of the record you're not meant to really move the needle to like the middle of the record you just listen to the okay. whole thing right but now spotify generation you're like i can move to the next track couldn't even do that on yeah. like you know uh, on tapes like it's it's a process like forwarding it taking out the tape like putting in a new one um mm-hmm. so yeah it just it's just ipods and spotify completely like spoiled us into like yeah i don't like this next like you know so a lot of people at gigs like go like yo i don't like this song can you change it please and i'm like yo shut up is the is is it's 8 p.m. the gigs going on until 2 i'm playing a lounge uh-huh. chill set don't come at me and ask me to change the music bro because i'm not like i'm not going to play like dancey dancey shit right now right so they a lot of people just view dj's or people on the console as like just spotify play next you know <laughs> but you must be coming across such funny people no a lot of interesting people like these you must be like can, can you please change the music exactly because i don't so it might look like i position myself as a dj but i make it really clear i'm like no i'm not a dj by the way like i'm going to play this shit and this shit only like it's going to be good enough for the next act to get on and like curate a better dance floor right, right. but this is my thing like you want to have me on board have me on board otherwise yeah cool so mm-hmm. uh when people come up to me and they they ask me play this track play that i'm just like sorry i don't have it like <laughs> i i just i mean i might have it but still i don't have it sometimes like people come up with really good requests like it happened at a gig like which is quite dead actually towards the end but right before the pandemic as well and people came at me with such like dope hip hop numbers i was like yeah. wow i really like spoiled the flow for the next dj because okay. i was like wow i'm loving the fact that there's so much like good hip hop people want to listen to mm-hmm. you know so some requests just like yo thank you for this request thank you for requesting this yeah. then you become the people's person also right yeah but i don't i don't want to pander to requests right because I'm not the main guy. I don't want to be the main like headliner, main set, right? I want to be the warm-ups warm up. Mm-hmm. So, I want to I want to play like what I want to play and listen to. Yeah, you want to vibe vibe otherwise like just leave. Just leave, uh, yeah. And yeah, then probably like there'd be less bad dancers on the dance floor, right? Because it's when you're actually like physically a bad dancer uh-huh. me, mean not meaning like you don't have um like you have skill or you don't have dance skill it's how much you want to move right it's uh-huh. when you're a bad dancer uh-huh. that's when you'll be making requests to the dj like change the music music or you would want like no just play techno you know because that's easy to dance to right so like better dancers means better music yeah for sure अच्छा नाउ तो वी आर लिविंग इन दिस फेस सो आई जस्ट वांटेड टू आस्क यू दिस क्वेश्चन बिकॉज़ आई पर्सनली थिंक दैट इट इज लाइक एवरी आर्टिस्ट वी आस्क दिस पर्टिकुलर क्वेश्चन दैट यू नो हाउ हैज द पेंडेमिक अफेक्टेड यू एज एन आर्टिस्ट 
Man, uh, I started like, I started the show. I must have done how many episodes? November, December, January, February, March, right? I think five episodes uh, before the pandemic really like took off. Mm-hmm. And uh, so most of my radio, I just realized that today was like through the pandemic, right? So it really changed the way like I look at music I like to play or I like to listen to mm-hmm. and kind of figured out that, okay, these are the vibes that are, that I'm going towards that I can like warm up a dance floor with. Right. Right. These are the vibes that I can play at a lounge or like, you know, just, just like a chill event or a restaurant or something or cafe. Mm-hmm. So it just really sorted out like the way, like a curate uh, set list, or like even the radio, like gotten much better at playing, much better on the radio as well. So yeah, that's what it's done. Like good things, but the bad thing is like um, I've stopped doing the property, like any things that I was doing in Calcutta that was like a, a hip hop centric thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I get booked for gigs, okay. but I'm not booking for gigs you know i'm not booking other artists for events mm-hmm. and not promoting events so yeah that's that's kind of a bad thing and i think that's really necessary because like um yeah you need people need more hip-hop man mm-hmm. but yeah i i also figured that the calcium really has some like epic uh hip-hop djs and they can really grow the scene they just need good dancers on the dance floor that's it okay yeah so I figured a lot of things are, it's been good and bad. And last night was the first gig after the second lockdown. So mm-hmm. that was it. Anything cool that we should be looking forward to after this yesterday's gig? Bro, uh, a lot more events, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. Prakya with her dance die, like properties, IP is just really killing it here. And she's booking some amazing DJs, like up and coming mm-hmm. DJs, up and coming acts or like just veterans in the scene as well. Uh, this one was like Deep Brown uh, yesterday and he fucking killed it. Like played so many different vibes. It's sick, right? Um, so yeah, I think more of that from Calcutta for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. I'm also yeah. looking forward to it. To be there in person. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, do come down. But eventually, I think I'm going to start like playing records like of hundreds of records like start playing them out in the club maybe that that's what i've been trying to do since last year honestly like since december so yeah that that's the next big thing that i'm going to be trying to do when i eventually learn how to dj that is Uh just right now i'm faffing around that's nice so well tushar thank you so much for your time that was Fresh Prince for you guys. Do check out his show, Her Brown Sugar, on Boxer.fm. Thanks a lot, man. This is Yar HVR saying goodbye to you all with Mr. Fresh Prince. <laughs>